Today's daf is Nedorim daf Peiches, and we are at the Mishnah, six lines from the bottom of daf Pei Zayin Omid Beis. Today's daf is being learned to even Nishmas Chaim Olazav and Yibadol Chaim, Reb Shimshon So we're at the very, very end of the Sechdes Nedorim. The countdown begins, three dafin, which means three or so raid bites as well, and the sugi is going to continue very much along the theme of the last few weeks of Dafyoimi, and that is the halachis related to hafaras nadarim. So we're going to begin with a Mishnah, which is going to sound a little bit familiar, because the Gemara quoted this Mishnah earlier in Perak Naira Murasa and Mishnah. A woman made a nether. Her husband heard the nether. However, he wasn't made for the nether. And the reason he wasn't made for the nether is because he wasn't fully aware that he was able to be made for the nether. Says the Mishnah, If a man heard his wife make a nether, he said, I knew that there's a parsha of nadar. Meaning, I understood the implications of what my wife just did. However, I was unaware that there's a parsha of Afaras Nadarim. He learned Masech this Nadarim. He didn't make it till the end. He didn't know that there's a Perak Naira Muras and a Perak Ve'elun Nadarim. He wasn't Mavasedra Parshas Matos. He posh didn't know that there's something called Afaras Nadarim. So the Allah is Yafet. When he's made aware that there is a parsha of Afaras Nadarim, at that time, he's able to be made for the Nadar. If the person said just the opposite, I heard my wife made a Nadar. I was aware that there's a parish of Nadarim. I knew there's a parish of Haforos Nadarim. I just didn't realize that what my wife said was a nether. How would that be possible? Maybe she made a nether with a yad she'eni moichiach. I don't know. There's a lot of Nadarim that to the amateur maybe wouldn't really appear to be Nadarim. So the person is aware of the parish of Nadarim. He's aware of the parish of Haforos Nadarim. He just didn't realize that this particular zog that his wife said was really a nether. Rameir says, Rameir says that when this person is made aware that his wife made a nether, he does not have the ability to be mefer. The Chachomim Chachom, 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 argue, the Chachomim say no, that when he's made aware that his wife had made a nether, the Allah is at that point, he's going to be able to be mefer. So again, the Mishnah is talking about someone who's wife made a nether, he heard the nether, he wasn't made for the nether, and now he's pleading shaygik. He's saying, oh, the reason I wasn't made for the nether is because I wasn't fully aware. Well, now I'm fully aware, and I want to be made for the nether right now. So what's the Mishnah has a reisha and a seifa. The reisha is mentioned unanimously. The seifa is a machlik is tanon. In the reisha, the man said, I was aware of the parish of Nadarim. I was just not aware of the parish of Afaris Nadarim. Meaning, he knew there's something called a nether. He knew his wife made a nether. He just was completely unaware of Afaris Nadarim. Any idea sheyesh mafirin. So then the halach is, when he's aware of mafirin, at that point, Yafir, he'd be allowed to be mafir. What if it was in the reverse? He's aware of Nadarim. He's aware of mafirin. He just didn't know that this particular thing that his wife said was a nether. So then already now everybody agrees that when he hears later, he'll be able to be mefer. Rameir says, in fact, lo yofer, the chachamim say yofer, the chachamim say that he's going to be able to be mefer. Now what should this all be talian? The Torah says that a man can be mefer a nether be yoim shamay. The day that he hears the nether. Once yoim shamay passes, at that point, he no longer has the ability to be made for the nether. The question is, how do you define Yom Shammai? So Pasha, you would say that the definition of Yom Shammai is the day that you hear the nether. So once Shkia comes, or Me'es Le'es, according to that Shita, passes, 
passes from the time that you heard the nether, at that point, you wouldn't be able to be made for the nether. What the Mishnah is saying is that that's not necessarily the case. The definition of Yom Shama doesn't necessarily simply mean the day that you heard the nether. It's the day that you heard the nether and you understand the implications of the nether. Almost like Vayishma Yisroi. Yisroi Gehet, nein, Yisroi Derhet. That it's a Yom Shama that you don't just know that there was a nether, but you understand all the implications of the nether. Therefore, says the Mishnah, if someone heard his wife made a nether, he didn't know that there's a parish of Afaris Nadarim. That would mean that when he heard the nether, he didn't dare hear the nether. It's not the Yom Shomai. Therefore, when he finds out that there's Mithirin, now it's the Yom Shomai. Therefore, Yafra. At that point, you're going to be able to be Mithirin. And everybody agrees with that. There's no Machloikis about that. Where's the Machloikis? Where the person said, Yodeya Nishayesh Nadarim. Yodeya Nishayesh Mithirin. Avalaini Yodeya Shazen Nether. I didn't know that this is a nether. There is a Machloikis. Remeir says, Lo Yafra. And there's two Mahalchim in the Ran and the Suya had to learn. We're going to learn with the second Mahalchim of the Ran. And that is, Lo Yafra, because a person that hears a nether, knows there's a parish of Nadarim, knows there's a parish of Aforis Nadarim, that's considered the Yom Shammai. I, I didn't know that this is a nether. That's not a chesorin in Vayishma Yisroi. That's not a chesorin in Yom Shammai. And therefore the Allah is, when you find out later, you won't be able to be mefer because it already passed the Yom Shammai. The Chachamim hold that just like a person that's not aware of Mephirim, it's a chesorin in Yom Shammai. Therefore when you find out that there's Mephirim, the Allah is, you'll be able to be mefer. So too, a person that I knew that this Nadarim, he knew that this Mephirim, but he just didn't know that this was a Nadar. That's also a Chsarn in Yom Shammai. Therefore, when he's going to find out later that this was a Nadar, at that point, he's going to be able to be made for the Nadar. But one thing is clear, and again, we're learning the Sugit with the Ran Sekh Mahalach, and that is that everybody holds in the Mishnah that the Taich of Yom Shammai doesn't necessarily, or doesn't only mean the day that you heard the Nadar. It means the day that you dehered the Nadar, the day that you were aware of the implications of the nether. The question is, how far does that go? Is it enough that you know or does it need more than that? You also have to know but as it relates to teaching the word everybody agrees that simply hearing the nether in and of itself would not be enough. Now, Pasha, you could say that this is Hanacha in terms of how you teach the word Yom Shammai, meaning it's exclusive to the word Shammai. Like we said, Shmiya can mean hearing, it can mean their hearing, right? That could be what this is all about. But as we're about to see, the Gemara is going to say that this is really a more global Shailah. And that is, when the Torah says a word, and there's two ways to teach the word. You can teach the word that the word means that in Gansen, or the word means bemiktas. Are you supposed to teach it that it means complete? Or are you supposed to teach it that it means bemiktas? In other words, if Yom Shammai means that you heard it 100%, so then it would require, not only did you hear the Nadir, but you know that there's a parish of Afaris and Dharam as well, for example. If, however, Yom Shammai just means I heard it bemiktas, a little bit of a Shmi is enough, so then, even though I don't know there's a parish of Afaris and Dharam, it could be that would be enough for there to be considered Yom Shammai. From the fact that it's clear in the Mishnah, everybody holds. Again, this is the Ran Sekim Shah. 
everybody holds that Shmiya means if that you have to hear it 100%. The whole Shaila in the Mishnah is what's considered 100% Shmiya doesn't mean you have to know Nidorim and Mefirim and even know that this is a Nedra or not. But everybody agrees in the Mishnah. Saira Meir and the Chachamim that are Chaylik. And for sure in the Rish in the Mishnah you see this, that you have to know 100%. So in other words, what we're saying is, is that when the Torah says Yom Shammai, Mikta Shmiya is not going to be enough. But Yom Shammai means you have to have a Fartiga, you have to have a complete Shmiya. And because the Gemara thinks that the underlying Svara of our Mishnah is really based on how you teach a word in the Torah. The Gemara now is going to do what it often does, and we're going to shtaltsu a completely unrelated sugya. It's like in yesterday's daf, we shtaltsu the sugya of Afaris Nadarim to the sugya of Rice and Kriya, which are two sugyas that are completely unrelated. Now the Gemara is going to do the same thing. We're going to shtaltsu the sugya of Afaris Nadarim to the sugya of the Ritzech B'Shoigig, who goes to Galos. And again, the Tzad Ashava between the two sugyas is we're going to have a word where you can teach the word B'Miktas, where you can teach the word not B'Miktas. And in our Mishnah, you see that the way you teach Yom Shammah means not Shmiya B'Miktas, but it means a Fartig Shmiya. So the Gemara is going to see how this really adds up in terms of other sugyas and Shah. Says the Gemara Verminu, alas, Yokasha. It says in the Torah regarding the Ritzach, B'Shoigig, B'Loyra Ois. So the Pasik is discussing someone that was in the forest, he was chopping wood, and below ice, he killed somebody. Without noticing, without seeing, he killed someone. He's a Ritzeach. He was a Ritzeach B'Shoigig. Allah is a Ritzeach B'Shoigig goes to Golas. Says, says the Braisa, from the fact that the Torah says, Beloira is Prat Lasuma. When Mamayid Asuma Divi Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, Asuma that kills somebody B'Shoigig is going to be potted. The reason is because Beloira sounds like right now this person didn't see. But ordinarily, Ba'alma, this person's able to see. Asuma's never allowed to see, or is never able to see, I should say. And as a result, he's excluded from Beloira Ois because clearly the Torah didn't mean him when the Torah was talking about the Ritzeach B'Shoigig. And the Torah is talking about someone that could see. Punk now didn't see. Obviously, it doesn't mean the Sum. Rameya says the Rabbis is Asuma. Rameya says no, that Beloy Rice is not Prat Lasuma, but to the contrary, Rameya holds that Beloy Rice is Marba Asuma. Now, the Gemara assumes what's the reason, meaning where would Beloy Rice be Marba Asuma? It's because the word Rice literally means to see. But Ra'is could also mean, more loosely translated, that the person is aware. Now, a Summa can't see, but a Summa could be aware of his surroundings, he could be aware of what's happening. Says Rameyer that from the fact that the Torah said the word Beloy Ra'is, Ra'is says Mashma that this is a person that ordinarily would be able to be aware, now he was not aware. Asuma is able to be aware, therefore it's not Prat Asuma, but to the contrary, it's the Rabbi says Asuma. So, first glance, what's the machloikis between Rabbi Yehuda and Rameh? Rabbi Yehuda holds Belay Rois is Prat Asuma. Rameh holds Belay Rois is the Rabbi says Asuma. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda probably held that when you, the Torah says the word Rois, Rois means a fartiga Re'iyah. It has to be not a Re'iyah ben Mixas, but a complete Re'iyah. Complete Re'iyah means not just aware, it means also to be able to see. So, if that's the case, we're talking about someone that ordinarily could see, Asuma can't see, thus it's Prat Lasuma. Whereas Rameir holds that when it says in the Torah, Belay Rois, it means even Re'ir B'Miktas. Re'ir B'Miktas means not seeing a little bit, but being aware would be considered Re'ir B'Miktas. I mean that Asuma is Shaykh to Re'ir B'Miktas, so then the Torah is clearly saying to the contrary, that as long as a, this person is able to be aware, that would be enough for him to qualify in the parish of Ritzach B'Shoigig, and therefore it's not Lamait as Asuma, but rather it's the Rabbis as Asuma. So what does this Shaila, this Machloikis in Rameir Rabbi Yudha sound like? It sounds very similar to our mission. Our Mishnah was talking about Shmiya. The Bryce is talking about Riyah. 
in our sugya, we're not going to say ain't a diamond real l'shmir. To the contrary, we're going to compare the two, and we're going to say that luchura, whatever the type of riyah is, whether it's riyah b'miktas or fartigeria, that should be the type of shmir. The shmir mean a shmir b'miktas, or the shmir mean a fartiger shmir, as in a vayishma yisrei digasar shmir. But says the Gemara, and our mishnah was mufur that everybody holds. There's no machloikis that biyom shomer means it has to be a full fledged shmir. The whole shaila was how you define a full fledged shmir. But simply hearing the nadas for sure not enough. You have to know at the very least sheyesh mafirin. So biyom shomer means a fartiger shmir. And here it's machloikis. Here it's Rabbi Yehuda that holds that Re'iyah means a fartiger Re'iyah. Thus, play Royce says, Pratlo someone because he can't see Lagamri. Abba Ramey seems to hold Re'iyah, even a Re'iyah mix is going to be enough. He also, the Rabbi says Hazuma. So if he also, the Rabbi says Hazuma, what's the Kasha? It's a steer in Ramea. That's the Kasha. Because Ramea in our Mishnah is of the opinion, Ramea is one of the Tanom that I mentioned in our Mishnah, that Biyom Shomai means not Shmiya B'Miktas, but it has to be a Fartige Shmiya. And Rameyer here in the Brisa holds to the contrary that Beloy Rois is the Rabbi says Hasuma because Re'iya means even a Re'iya B'Miktas. Now, the Ran speaks out, very Gishmak, and again, this is all in the second Mahalach of the Ran, but he speaks out that really Rabbi Yehuda and Rameyer, the two Tanah mentioned in the Brisa, were also mentioned in our Mishnah. Now, you say it's not true. The Mishnah mentioned Rameyer, and the Mishnah mentioned the Chacham. But the Ran speaks out what he's spoken out several times throughout the Masechta, and that is that being that Rabbi Meir's primary Balplukta in Shas is Rabbi Yehuda. Sestam Chachomim, when they argue with Rabbi Meir, is really Rabbi Yehuda. Just like the Ran spoke it out with regards to Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yeshua. But the point is that really Rabbi Yehuda is mentioned in our Mishnah as well. When the Mishnah said, that Chachomim was really Rabbi Yehuda. But the Ran says that even though we had a Mishnah that mentioned Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda, and the Gemara brought Veramino, which is a Braisa that mentions Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda, and very often what the Gemara means then is to ask a Stiris, Sai Rabbi Yehuda. That's usually the way the setup is, and from the Gemara, it's even going to be a little bit mashma that way, as we'll see in a minute. But as the run, that's clearly not the Kasha. The Kasha was never Kasha, Rabbi Yehuda. Fakai, Rabbi Yehuda's Lashitasa. Rabbi Yehuda, who in the Mishnah holds that Shmir needs to be a Fartig Shmir, he holds in the price of that Riyah has to be a Fartig Riyah. The question is in Rameyer, the Rameyer in the Mishnah holds Bihem Shomai needs to be a full fledged Shmir, and here he holds below Rice Riyah. A little bit of a Riyah is going to be enough. It's the Rabbi says, Asumas, how do you answer this Kasha? Zoktimar, my Rav, Rav said, Hacha Miyana de Kra, the Hacha may. In Yoni de Kras. If you look at the Ran, the Ran takes out this curse. The Ran says, it's not really a Hocha in Yoni de Kras, a Hocha in Yoni de Kras. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yudha Sava, Rabbi Yudha holds, Gabi Ritzeyach, as relates to the Ritzeyach, the Possek says, Vashayavas Reyeo Bayah. So the Possek that sets up the Ritzeyach, Bashaykik says that this person, he entered the forest. It sounds like who's included in the parasha of Gaul is called the Barmel. Yeah, any person that's able to enter a forest. So the criteria, the credentials you have to have in order to be subject to the laws of Ritzach Bashoik are not so gewaldic. All you have to do is be able to enter a forest. Okay, Vasuma is able to enter the Yah. So Yehuda's gonna tie it that if you're gonna tell me when the Torah Pulay Rois, the Torah meant Mikzasriya, and the Torah wanted to be Marba Suma Miyar Nafkale. Why do I need a Pasuk to be Marba Suma? What did you tell me up until the word Beloy Rois that would make me think that a Suma should not be included? El Shmamina must be for sure. Beloy Rois, Prat Suma. There's no question. I have a riot from the Pesukim alone that Beloy Rois is coming Lemayit as Suma. And when it says in the Torah Beloy Rois, it means a Ri'ya Gemura. And being that a Suma is not Shayach to a Ri'ya Gemura, therefore he's going to be excluded. And this is really the punchline because we need to understand Shittas Rameyer. He holds Ksiv, it says, Bivlidas. So the Pasuk says, Vashayoveyas Ri'eu Bayar. That's true. But the Pasuk also says that this person that killed, he killed Bivlidas. Vith called the Bar Meita. 
the only time a person is subject to Golos, to Ritzach B'Shoigig, if he's someone that's Shaykh to Das. And a Suma is not a Bardas. Now the truth is, a Suma is not a Bardas. Of course, in Kala Terukula, a Suma is a Bardas. A cotton, Cheresh, Shaita are not considered B'nai Das. But a Suma is a Bardas. But what we mean is in our Sugya, he's not a, a real Bardas. So the I'm a Blayra is Pratla Suma. Now if you're going to tell me that Blayra is, is Pram to be Maida Suma, why would I need Blayra is to be Maida Suma? The Blidas Nafkale, I was already Maida from Blidas. I have a Blidas to be Maida Suma. El Shmamina must be Blayra is, the Rabbi says a Suma. It must be that Blayra is. Is coming not to be marba sumo, it's not to be maida sumo, but it's coming to be marba sumo. The way the Ron explains it is that being that there's two miyutim in the parsha to be maida sumo, but vli das is la maida sasumo, and really Blay Royce will explain this in a second, is also coming to maida sasumo. So what I have is a miyotacha miyot, ve miyotacha miyota el rabbis, and that's where our mayor holds the rabbis sasumo. So again, the Gemara is a straightforward Gemara, but it's magungan. So magungan that the Ran has two mahalfam how to learn this whole sugya. But just the fear is the way the Ran explains it, you need the Tereshav al here. And that is, the Kasha was that in the Mishnah, our mayor holds that Biyoy B'Shomay means a fartigishmiya. And in the Brysa, our mayor holds that Beloy Royce means even a mixas riyya. So when you touch the word Shmi and Ria, does it mean in the complete sense or does it mean even the mixas? Rameyashit is Kimavur in the Mishnah, that Biyoyim Shammai means Fartik. It has to be 100%. Everybody holds that way in the Mishnah. There's no Machlaikis. I, how come when it comes to Ria and the parish of Golas over there, Beloy Royce says, Larabi says Asuma. Beloy Royce says Asuma. It's a little tricky. It's predicated on Royce meaning only a mixas Ria. I thought that Ria and every word Shmi. Etc. always means in the complete sense. The Teretz is really it means Lamaita Sasuma. Because really Beloy Royce means a Fartigaria, just like BM Shamay does. But I already have a Miut Lamaita Sasuma, Bavli Das. Thus I have two Miutim Lamaita Sasuma. And that's why I'm a So the reason we'll be Marbasuma is not because that's the way you touch the word Bolero. It's just the opposite. You touch the word That is also that if it wasn't a complete Shmiya. I had it end up with the Rabbi Sasuma. If the Taichin is Pratlasuma, there it is because it was a second Miyat. And once there's two Miyut, and what you're left with is a Miyat Achamiyat, they Miyat Achamiyat, It's not for now, but it's just Kedai to mention. We'll post a few related raid bites. But. Yehuda Shita is that a suma that kills somebody b'shoigig is potter from going to Golis. Yodua, Rabbi Yehuda has a Shita in Shas that a suma is potter from all mitzvahs. So a cher, a shaita, and a katan are potter in a mitzvahs. A suma is chayiv in mitzvahs. Rabbi Yehuda has a Shita that a suma is potter in a mitzvahs. Rabbi Yeruchim, Echel and Arishonim says that even though we don't pass him like Rabbi Yehuda, but lechatchila, lechumra, we should always be chayish Rabbi Yehuda. That's where all the raid bites come in. But there is a sheet that's Rabbi Yehuda and Shas, where there's a Yesha Oymrim that he's supposed to be chayish for this sheet, and that is that a summa is potem and a mitzvah. What's the makar to Rabbi Yehuda Shita? It's this gemara that we just learned right now. And this is more barichas in other places in Shas, Makis and in Babakama. But Rabbi Yehuda holds that a summa that kills Beshoigig is potem from Galas. And from there, the gemara goes on a whirlwind of a drasha and says that from this halacha, which is a very, very, very specific halacha. Rabbi Yehuda eventually expanded it, this mushroomed into Rabbi Yehuda sheet and jazz that holds that a summa that kills B'shoigi is part of Agolis, not just that, it's part of putting out, it's part of every single mitzvah in the Torah. Sounds like a stretch. It's all through Yud Gimel Midrash, Atayr, and Nidrashah, but the bottom line is, is this Rabbi Yehuda, as it relates to Golis, is really a makar to sheet as Rabbi Yehuda and Shas, that a summa is part of from all mitzvah. Somebody made a nether, 
that his Aiden can't have any Anah from him. So I think Kalbus Savu and Rabbi Akiva, right? So this person has money, but he made a matter that his Aiden can't have any Anah. Vuroitz lost his Lubita mice. Now, clearly he doesn't care for his son all that much, but at the same time, his daughter, he does, and he wants to give his daughter some money. What's he supposed to do? Now, what's the problem? Right, what's the problem? So the Ran says the problem is because anything that his daughter is going to get is going to be nechsem log. What's the halach of nechsem log? The woman owns the karen, she owns the gov, but the baal is like a peris. That means the baal has a king in peris in anything that the father is going to give his daughter. So essentially, if you give something to your daughter when your son-in-law is not allowed to have enough from you, you violated the nether because you just were mahani your son-in-law. What do you mean? I gave it to my daughter. I didn't give it to my son-in-law. Yeah, but the Adem has schusim in anything that you're going to give your daughter. It's automatic. So... Being that he has a schos in the Paris, so based on that, this is going to be an issue. So that's the problem going on over here. If someone again made an edit that is Adam can't have an offer from him, but he wants to give his daughter money, I'm giving you this money, but I'm making it very, very clear that I don't want your husband to have any hanaf from it. And this is really the punchline. I'm giving it to you only to be able to eat. That's what I'm doing. So I'm giving it to you. It's a gift. Your husband can't have anything to do with it. Okay. But also, I'm making it very, very clear that you could only eat it. You can't do anything else with it. Now, you can't eat the money. You'll take the money. You'll buy food. And then with that food, you're going to end up eating. But that's what's happening here. Now, what, what do you need this whole arichas for? So it's going to be clear in the Gemara, but let's just speak it out. The reason you need this arichos is because the halach is that although a Baal has a schos in Paris Nachsamalog, but there is an exception, and that is Mizoinus. Any food that she has, he doesn't have any schos in. Meaning, man can go with his wife, take her sandwich, and say, I'm going to sell it, we're going to buy a piece of property, you'll own the Karen, and I'm going to take all the income that comes from it. No, the sandwich is for her to eat, and he has no schos, not just that he has to give her mezoinus. So whatever the Iker mezoinus is, that's not something he's allowed to take. So essentially what the father needs to do is, he needs to somehow classify this matana that he's giving as something that he has no schos in. And the way he does that is, is by saying, I'm only giving it to you, mashat noises when I send us I think the lumbness of how this works, and this is the way the Rishonim explained it, is that the matana is only chal, once it comes into the form of mezoinus, and once she's about to eat it. Meaning, as soon as you give the money, at that point, it's already money. So, until she went to the supermarket to buy food, the chayri already had his chos peris nachsamalog. So, obviously, you have to be mashay or something in the matana that you gave. And basically, the matana is going to go into effect when it's going to be converted into a sandwich. At that point, he has no schus in it anyways. But that is the way it's going to work. So the only way you can do that is if you say clearly, mashat Now what would be if the husband would simply say, or the father, right, the shver, would say that I'm giving you my daughter this matanu, without adding the It's pretty clear in the Mishnah it wouldn't work, right? It sounds like you have to be mefurish and you have to say that I'm giving it to you Meaning, if you would make the stipulation of the first thing, that in and of itself wouldn't be enough. Even though we say clearly, I'm carving out, I'm giving it to you, but I'm not giving it to your husband. That's not enough. You have to add the hisafa of Elam Ashat Noises when I send us Beficha, and that's going to be the discussion of the Gemara. Rav said, The only time this is true, if he clearly said those words, but if he tells her you could do whatever you want with them, 
Meaning, he said, but he just didn't qualify and say that the only thing that you, my daughter, could do with the money is buy food with it. The husband is going to be kainet, he's going to be zoichinet, and it's going to be a problem. It's not true. That last of is not necessary if you say as long as you say the first part that it's not necessary to say the second part. So it's a Point to Rav, you have to say the second part. According to Shmuel, you don't have to say the second part. So Rav asked the Kasha, Keman the Rav when Rav said is Allah. Who is he going like? It's Kiramayer. It must be. It's like Rameyer, the Omar who said, Yadisha Kiyad Bayer. So, what does this all mean? And we're going to stop here for a minute. Because really, you have to explain the Gemara up until here, and then we'll do the Hemshach. The Mishnah said that Dishver, who is not allowed to be Mahana Hizayidin, wants to give his daughter money. He could do it. However, he has to stipulate and say, I'm giving it to you as a Matana. However, your husband can't have any Chalik in it. Not just that. So you have the Machlokes Rav and Shmuel. Whether that last part of Ella Mashad Noises Venaisenes Beficho is Dafka or is a Lav Dafka. Meaning, is it enough to simply say I don't want the Edom to have any Ana, or do you also have to add to that that I'm giving it to you, my daughter Bematana, only B'Tanai that you're going to end up using it for food? According to Rav, you have to say that second Chelik. According to Shmuel, you don't have to say that second Chelik. Now. We said that why would you have to speak out that second chilek? The reason you'd have to speak out the second chilek is because otherwise the husband's going to have a chilek in the next because he has the Paris next What do you accomplish by speaking out the second chilek? The husband doesn't have Paris next and mezainus. So if the maton is simply mezainus, so then he's out, and like this, it's not going to be a problem. The kasha, however, is, and this is what's bothering the Gemara, is why doesn't the first part of this accomplish that? Why can't the father say, I'm giving you my daughter Matano, why is that in and of itself not enough? Why is that not enough? Meaning, it sounds like there's no such mitzvah that somebody can give a Matano to a woman and stipulate clearly that I'm giving you the Matano, that the husband shouldn't have a chalik in it. So the Gemara understands that the only reason this is true is because it's a shitas Rameir and Shas that holds Yad Isha Kiyad Bail. Now the Ran says there's no such Rameir and Shas. You can go through Gan Shas, you're not going to find the Shitas Rameir, besides for here. But really, there is no such Shitas Rameir. It's also in Kedush and Chav Gimel, but this is the same Rameir that doesn't really exist. So, where did Rameir say this halach of Yad Ishkiyad Bailo? So, the Ran says that Rameir said by an Evet Knani, Yad Evet Kiyad Rabbi, and the same is true for Yad Isha that it's Kiyad Bailo. But the bottom line is, is that Rameir has a Shita, the Yad Isha's Kiyad Bailo. Being the Yad Isha's Kiyad Bailo, she doesn't even have her own yad. If she doesn't have her own yad, you give something to her, automatically the husband's going to end up getting it. But if you don't know like Rameyus Chiddush, that yad ishes kiyad bailo, then there's no reason you should have to say, there's no reason that you should have to say that hoisaf. So the Gemara says that when Rav said, you need that last hoisaf, but if you say, obviously he's going according to Rameyus. Good. Now the Rav said another very important thing. And that Shmuel was chaylik with Rav. Shmuel said, "Afilu amem mashatir tziyasi lekona yasimba." Zok the Ran. Shmuel's not arguing with the way Rav learned the Mishnah. Shmuel agrees with the way Rav learned the Mishnah. In the Mishnah, the man said, "Ubelvachle ba'ilach roshuspem one elam mashat noisim v'nezanz b'vicha two. Shmuel agrees. That's what the Mishnah said. And if Shmuel agrees, that's what the Mishnah is saying. I mean, Shmuel's learning the Mishnah the same way Rav's learning the Mishnah. And if the way Rav learned the Mishnah is Dafka, Libidara Meir, Shmuel's also going to learn the Mishnah the same way. 
The Mishnah is going to be Rameir, which by the way is Stam Mishnah is Rameir. So the Mishnah is a Stam Mishnah, which is Shit is Rameir, and there's no Machloikis had to learn the Mishnah. So what is the Machloikis? Machloikis is Lahalacha. Rav was paskining the Halacha of the Mishnah, Shmuel was not paskining the Halacha of the Mishnah. Rav held Halacha Kirameir, in other words, Halacha Lamaisna the Mishnah, that's where Shmuel's Chayli, Shmuel holds that Halacha is really not like Rameir. So there's no Machloikis had to learn the Mishnah. The Machloikis is whether we paskin the Halacha of the Mishnah. Being that the Halacha of the Mishnah is predicated on an obscure sheet as Rameir, so Shmuel holds we don't paskin that way. Rav said, no, it's a Stam Mishnah, and it's Taka Sheet as Rameir. I have no problem with that. We are going to pass it. So just to be clear, the machloikis, Rav and Shmuel, is not a machloikis of how to learn the Mishnah. Everybody agrees, Pshan in the Mishnah is, that you have to have that yourself. You have to make it very clear. The Matan is only Matan of the Mazoinus, which is going to be predicated on the Shita Rameh, the Yadishas Kiyad Bailo. What is the machloikis, Rav and Shmuel? Why is there a machloikis? Do you do have to say that Nusach? You do not have to say that Nusach. But at least whether we pass can like the Mishnah. But in terms of the Mishnah itself, that in of itself is not going to be a problem. Now, when the Gemara stelt to Rameh, just let's learn the Gemara now. When the Gemara brought in Rameh Shita, the Gemara brought in as a Kash. The Gemara say, My time with Mishnah. Or the Gemara didn't say, Mani Masnissen, that's usually the way the Gemara would say it, not my time of the Mishnah. The Gemara didn't say, my time of the Rav, right? The Gemara just brought Rameir in the context of a maskiflor Rav Zeira. So what's the kasha? What, what's the kasha? I Meaning we're supposed to almost know Rameir, but we're bringing it as a maskiflor. So again, maskiflor Rav Zeira, Rav Zeira has the kasha, come on, also Hoshmite the Rav, Kirameir, Rav's halacha is predicated on Shittas Rameir. And by the way, the whole Mishnah, even the way Shmuel learns it, is predicated on Shittas Rameir. I'll ask you a kasha. Meaning it comes out that according to Rameir, Yad Ishikiyad Baila is true to the max. It's true mamish to the utmost extreme that a father can't give his daughter a matana. He can't even say that because it's literally like Yad Eved Ki Yad Rabba. It's on the same exact level. So what's the problem? I'll ask you a kasha from another Mishnah. Now that Mishnah is discussing Erev and all we need to know for this Mishnah is that there's something called Shitufei Mavaris. I mean, if we want to talk about it a little bit more. So we know that Midday Raisa, one of the Lamites Malachis, the 39th Malachis, the first one that's discussed in the Sech Shabbos, it's the Malacha Gerua, but at the same time, it's the 39th Malacha, if you're keeping score, and that is Hoytza. You're not allowed to carry from Roshul Sayyachit to Roshul Sayyachit, from Roshul Sayyachit to Roshul Sayyachit, you're also not allowed to carry Dalai Ram's Roshul Sayyachit. However, the Chachamim expanded very, very much the laws of Hoytza. Chachamim said that you also can carry from a Roshul Sayyachit that's owned by Ruven to a Roshul Sayyachit that's owned by Shimon. You also can't carry from a Roshul Sayyachit that's owned by one person to a Chatzor HaMeshutefes, to a Chatzor that's owned by, by multiple people. This Takonas Chazal posed a big problem back in the day. Because in the olden days, the way people used to live, people lived in houses, the way we still live today. But these houses opened up into a Chatzor. So you'd have 10 people that lived in private houses that all would open up into a, a common cul-de-sac. It would open up into a chatzah. The houses were owned privately. The chatzah was owned the Mishutefes. As a result, it's in Israel Tzamed Those chatzeris, by the way, each one of them would open up into a mavoy. So just like you had many houses that opened up into a common chatzah, there would be many chatzeris that opened up into a common mavoy. Which, again, posed the problem for Yitzah. Because how are you going to carry from the chatzah that's owned by 10 people into the mavoy that's owned by uh, 100 people? So Chazal gave an Yitzah. The Yitzah was you make an Aruvi Chatzeris, you make a Shadufi Mavaris. The Aruvi Chatzeris was made in the Chatzer to allow all the people in the houses to carry from their houses to the Chatzer to the Chatzer to the house, from the house to the house. And the Shadufi Mavaris was made for the people and all the Chatzeris to be able to carry in the Mavi. How do you make an Aruvi Chatzeris? How do you make Shadufi Mavaris? It starts with the proverbial Baksa Matzas, right? The Ika Aruv is not the string. The 
that is just to make the mechitza. It's like this, you should be able to make the Erev. The real Erev is, like you have a Ruvet Achumen, you have a Ruvet Avshilin, right? It involves food. So that's really the way you make a Ruvet Chatzeris. The whole concept of a Ruvet Chatzeris is, 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 is the Baksamatzis. Ideally, every person would be mishtatif a little bit. Everybody would give a, a pruta, whatever it is, and like this, we all have the box of matzahs. However, usually what happens is there's one breita guy in the community, and he says, I'm sponsoring. He sells all the money for everybody, and like this, you end up having whatever you want. Either way, the Mishnah is discussing the halach of how you make shentufim advice. You take the chavis, that's the proverbial box of matzahs. This person that's going to be mezakid on behalf of everybody else. He says, I raise the I want this chavis to belong to all the people in the Mavi. But you need the oilam and the Mavi to be zoich in it. Now, you could do it without telling them. We still need a Maisa Kenyan, right? So let's say Reuven is the person, he's giving this Chavis. He has the Chavis, he's going to give it to everybody. Okay, how is he Mezakit to everybody? You can't just say I'm being Mezakit, someone has to make a Kenyan. Now that someone could be a Shliach for everybody else, but you need that person. So you need another Yid. So Mezakit, you could take the Chavis and be Mezakit through somebody else. Who's that somebody else? If you have an Evid Ivri or an Amavriya, that's good. Or you can take your son or your daughter, as long as they're G'daylam. And you can use your wife as well. What's the Kasha? This is a Stam Mishnah. Who's Stam Mishnah? It's Rameyah. Ramey is talking, right? If you're going to tell me Ramey's Shnita is Yad Isha ki Yad Baila, to the point that literally whatever the woman has, even the husband has, right? That's why you need the whole Hesaf in our Mishnah. So what's the Kasha? So how could you be Mezakit through your wife? You gave it to your wife. It's like taking it from your right hand and putting it into your left hand. Because Yad Isha is Yad Baila. So how's this going to work? So really, this is a, a Kasha in, in Ramei Shita. How do you stim the two Rameis? Ramei holds Yad Isha Yad Baila. We stole the two, it's under the Mishnah. With, Saying that it's mamish to the point that she has no yad, she has no yad. How does this work? On my rava, rava said that avagafet amar amei yadishu yad ba'ilu. It's not sure because even though it's true, a mayor holds yadishu yad ba'ilu. But my dear mayor, mayor is my dear inyan sheet. Forgetting the mission of sheet of the kivon the lesnaka is la'cherem who being that the whole purpose of what this person is trying to do is he's trying to be mezakeh this chavis to other people miyad ba'ilu zachio. So when the husband gives it to the wife, it's going to be okay. And the way the Ran explains is that the husband has a schos to take. Anything that belongs to his wife. Because of Yad Isha ki Yad Baila. But it could be Mavatar on that schos. He can give his wife something and he could say that this thing that I'm giving you right now, I don't want to have a schos in. This person's trying to make this work. In order for it to work, he has to walk away from the schos that he has, which he clearly has no problem doing. He's being mezakit to the whole world. So he has no problem being mezakit to his wife. That's essentially what's happening in Lumnus and that's why it's not a problem. So ordinarily, yeah. Benoyik Shaba Oilam, when it's Oilam Kimen Hagay Hoylech, there's no question, but this is different, being that it was being mezakin, and it's for that reason, it's not going to be my Isvei Ravina, the Ravashi, Ravina asked the Ravashi, Akasha, meaning, the way the Ran explains, the Kasha that we're about to ask is on the territory of the Gemara. Meaning, we had a steer in Rameir. Rameir was Yad Ishkiyad Baila. Yet Rameir also holds, What's the Gemara's territory? The Gemara's territory is not a Kasha. Because when you mezak it to your wife, you're walking away from your schos. Faith, the Gemara will ask you a Kasha from another Brice. The following are people that you can be mezak again. This Shetufim of Ois. The following a list of people that you can't be mezakeh. Ayudei bnoi ubitei aktanim va'avdoi v'shivchosei haknanim v'ishto. See, we have a brayser that says you can't be mezakeh ayudei wife. What's the kasha? Now, first of all, who said anything about a mayor? Meredin dechfin a mayor. 
Till now we had Rameir who shit is Yadisha Kyad Baila. We also had a Stam Mishnah in Erevin, which was Rameir. But this is a Brysa. Let me do a Rameir. But the Ran says, if it's not Rameir, who is it? Here you have a Brysa that says that you can't be Mazaka Yad Ishtar. The only sheet that could be is Rameir that holds Yadisha Kyad Baila. Everyone else, it doesn't even start that there should be a problem to give it to your wife. She's a good Dailah. There's no Yadisha Kyad Baila anyway, so what would be the problem? It can only be a problem in Rameh. So for sure the Bryce is Rameh. It can't be anybody else. And still you see it doesn't work. So what's the cash? You just told me a whole shtickle Torah that it works. What do you mean? You see from here it doesn't work. Now, the reason we said the shtickle Torah that it works is because Rameh said it works. So like, what do you want from me? This is Rameh Shita. So this is what Iran says is that the Gemara is just trying to say that your Torahs can't be the Torahs. Because the Gemara is saying that when does Rameyer say Yadi Shukiyad Bailo? That's ordinarily. But if you give him a ton, then there's no Yadi Shukiyad Bailo. That can't be the punchline. Because if that's the punchline, how are you going to explain Rameyer in the Brysa? Meaning, you see for Rameyer in the Brysa that even when the husband's giving him a ton, sometimes he retains his Yadi Shukiyad Bailo, sometimes he doesn't. If it's so posh that every time you give him a ton, you walk away from Yadi Shukiyad Bailo, that would explain Rameyer in the Mishnah, wouldn't explain Rameyer in the Brysa. You see from the fact that there's two Rameyers by Shitufe Mavayas, that sometimes Rameyer holds that even when you give him a tonne, you say Yadish Gyad Bailo. So you can't just say, oh, Rameyer holds Yadish Gyad Bailo, but now when you give him a tonne, that's the case, how are you going to understand the Bryson? So all the Gemara wants is that the terrors that we said to be Miyashat, the steers Rameyer, can't be the terrors. Because it's not going to answer this next Bryson. So the Gemara says, Elam Ravashi, Ravashi, we always say, has the last word in Shas. So Elam Ravashi, so Ravashi said, Masnisim b'shiyesh l'chatsa ba'oseh mava yaskina. You have to say the terrors is something else. Lo'olam yadi shikad ba'el shittis rameyer. And yadi shikad ba'el is true even if you're giving him a ton. Ay, the Mishnah, ketz m'shtafim v'mavoy, you can give it to Yishet. It's talking about where your wife happened to have owned a house. She has her own apartment. She owns a house inside the same mavoy. Now, how does she own an apartment? In the world of Nechsim Alog, how's that possible? So the Ran starts varfing Perak HaKosev, and the Ran says, no, it's possible. It could be he was Masalik himself, the first mission of Perak HaKosev. He did it by Udarusa, like the Gemara says in the beginning of Perak HaKosev. So there's a Hechatimsa, how that can theoretically be feasible. But the bottom line is, Hachab in my eskina, where Itaka has no schos in the Paris Naxmal. Over there, she's going to be Zoycha in this Shitov, because she needs it. She's one of the Balabatim. Once she needs it, the migu de zachil and afshah zachil achrini. Being that she has the ability to be zoichet for herself, her own house, so then we throw in a migu, we allow her to be zoichet for everybody else as well. So, lo'olam yad ishno is kiad ba'ilo, and it's true even if you're giving a matan. And that's why Rameir holds sometimes when it comes to shittuf, you can't be mezaka yadayishta. Because even though you're giving it to every matan, it doesn't matter. You're not mezalik, you're yad ishno kiad ba'ilo. You don't have that umdana. The only time it would be okay as if there's a migu, where she has her own, and being that she's being zoicha for herself, that there is no yadi shekiyad baila for her schelik that she's going to get for her own house. So migu de zachil and afshi zachil and amad that's the terrorist that the two rameyers, one rameyer is talking about where there was a migu, the other rameyer is talking about where there was no migu exhale. So, as it relates to raid, we said we're counting down already to some of the final raid bites here, in the sechtis nadarim. So I think it's kedai to go back to something that we did not speak about earlier in Perak Nairam Murasa, and it's not just Negeya Hafaras Nadarim, it is Negeya Hafaras Nadarim, but it's, it's really a, a fundamental, it's a foundational raidite. It's a, a Shitas Harambam that is a, a blitz. It's a, a, 
Dover Chodosh, Mamish, even though it's Mufurish in the Rambam and Yad Chazaka, but sometimes things that are steering you in the eye get overlooked. This is a good example. There's an unbelievable Shitas Rambam in the Sugi of Afaris Nadarm that I think it would be difficult to say Hajjun Allah Nasechtis Nadarm without going through. So just to begin, it's the Gemara in Nasechtis Nazar, Tafchov Gimel Amid Aleph, says Tanu Rabbanon, Isha Hafeiram, Vashem Yisachla. It's one of the many psukim mentioned in the parish of Afaris Nadarm at the beginning of Parashas Matis. Says the Gemara, the Ma'akos in Medaber, Be'ishra Shahafer Labayla, Ve'hila Yada. It's talking about a woman that made a, a nether or an Aziris, and her husband was made for it, but she didn't know about it. She, and even though she didn't know that he was made for, she continued to violate her nether. Says the Bryce. So she tzricha kapar v'slicha. This woman is going to need kapar v'slicha. Meaning, you would have thought that she doesn't need kapar v'slicha. She made a nether. Husband was made for the nether. She didn't know. She had all the intentions in the world to do an aver. She's violating her nether. But she, she didn't violate her nether. Because the mice and the husband was made for the nether. Talmud loy ma'isha haferim v'ashem yisachla that she needs slicha. That even though in her mind she didn't realize that she was violating the net, that she still needs kapar. Says the Gemara, Kshayim Magir, Rabbi Kiva, it's a pasuk, Zahar Yaboich. Where Rabbi Kiva would come to this pasuk, he would cry. Rabbi Kiva, who throughout Shas is laughing, Rabbi Kiva saw Churban Beis Amikdash, everyone was crying, Rabbi Kiva Mitzachi. Throughout Shas, Rabbi Kiva had the ability to see the silver lining, the ultimate optimist, Akiva Nichamtano. But at the same time, Rabbi Akiva, when he saw this pasuk, even the great Rabbi Akiva, he came to tears. Hoy Yaboich, Ma'am, Nishin Nishabon Alas, Biyadi Basa Chazir, Valo Biyadi Basa Tleh. He says, Madach, someone who has the kavana to do an Avera. But ultimately, he didn't do an Avera. He needs kapara. Can you imagine the slicha, the kapara that a person needs if he has a kavana to do an Avera? And he takka does an Avera. Meaning, this person only had the intention to do an Avera, this woman. In her mind, she was being over the Yachal Devara. But she wasn't, because the husband was made for the nether. Still, she needs slicha. So, madach, you need slicha if you only had a kavana to do an avera. Kalvachoyme, you need slicha if you didn't just have kavana to do an avera, but if you actually physically did the avera. This Gemara in Nosnit, Avchav Gimel Amid Aleph, is quoted, by Rash, is quoted in Rashi and Chumash in the beginning of Parashas Matis. Rashi brings it in Paraglamid. It's Pasik vav, v'ashem yislachla b'me'a kasev medaber b'isha shenodra benazer v'shama baila v'hafer loy v'hi lo yada v'ayveres nal nidra v'shayseyayin u'metamel amesim zuhi shetzricha slicha v'afal pisha hu mufar says Rashi v'ima mufarim tzrichin slicha if someone that violates a nether that had a farah but with the bad intentions, need slicha, kalvachayim elisha'ena mufar. And the makar is, our gemara right here, it's in gemara nazar davchav gimel amenalv. But the emes is, Rashi's appella. The reason Rashi's appella is, because Rashi quotes the gemara, however, Rashi quotes the gemara in the wrong place. The gemara nazar is tanu rabbanon, isha hafeiram, v'ashem yislachla. That's posit yud gimel. This b'risa. Rashi is in Pasig Vav. Pasig Vav also says, Vashem Yislachla, but it's a different Pasig. She brings him up. Rashi put the Gemara in the wrong place. We have it on Posnik 
Yud Gimel, and Rashi brought it in a Pasuk Vav. Then it says, if you look a little bit more carefully in the Pesukim, it mentions three times Vashem Yislachla. It says in a Pasuk Vav, the Pasuk we just mentioned, it says it again in Pasuk Tess, and then finally, Pasuk Yud Gimel, Rashi brings it on the first Pasuk. Oh, but the Gemara didn't bring it on the first Pasuk. The Gemara brought it on the third Pasuk. So, why would Rashi bring it on the first Pasuk if the Gemara brought it on the third Pasuk? I saw in the Sefer, Haksava Kabbalah from Yakutsvi Mecklenburg, Gersa, Mefarish, Talmud Muvik, and Rabkiva Eger. So, he says that the Emes is, even though Rashi didn't bring it on the Pasuk that the Gemara brought it on, but Rashi's Makar is a free. And if you look in the Sefri, it's Mufurish in the Sefri, this Trasha, not on the third Pasik, but rather on the first Pasik. The Sefri says it on the Pasik that Rashi brings. With the it's possible then that Rashi was really not quoting the Gemara, he was quoting the Sefri. He said, But I have one problem. You know what my problem is? Rashi's Lashin is, the Pasik that Rashi quoted, which is on Pasik Vav, is Vimheni Avia Oysebiyam Shamoy. It's not talking about where the husband's being made for, it's talking about where the father's being made for. Isha Haferam Vashem Yislacha. Oh, Isha, right? With Amma Pekei, that's talking about with the husband. So from the Nusach of Rashi, it's clear Rashi's quoting the Gemara. He's not quoting the Sefri. Sefri Tiksavik Kabbalah. The fact that Rashi would quote the Sefri over the Gemara, that's not Mechnish, Kederach Rashi. That's not a catch. The problem is, look at what Rashi said. Rashi's not talking about Afara Sa'av. He's talking about Afaris Abal. If he's talking about Afaris Abal, he has to mean the Gemara. Because the Gemara is Tanur Abon and Isha Afeir and Vashem Yislach. It's not referring to the first Pazik of the Mheni of Yahisa. It's It's a Pelof and Azach. Why would Rashi bring the Gemara? Ostensibly, it sounds like he's bringing not on the Pazik that the Gemara brought it. But on the Pasik that the Sefri brought it. So then the Ksava Kabbalah says that he saw there was a new Chumash that was printed. It was printed with the Pirish of the Vilna guy. That's what he brings. And then he says, it's a to me, a to me that nobody was ma'ir this kasha. That no one's ma'ir that Rashi, Luchura, was quoting the Gemara on the wrong pasuk. Pashas, because everyone assumed Rashi is the Sifri. But if you look at Rashi, Rashi is not the Sifri. Oh, but the MS is the Gemara itself as a pal. What's behind the Gemara? Why did the Gemara wait until the third Rasha to bring it? Why did the Gemara say like this is free? The Gemara should have brought it on the first Pasuk. Why did the Gemara bring it on the third Pasuk? So I want to share with you a Dover Nifla that I saw in the Shiurim from Rabbi David Al-Levi Salavechik, Sechitzadik So this is in the two-volume red Rab David Zalatayra. It's in Parshas Matos. He said, Mamisha, a Dover Nifla to answer this cash. He says that he heard this vart, that somebody told it to him. That's this person's ichis. And this person told him the following fight. And really, it requires a, a little bit of an introduction and really an insight into Ashita Sarama. Very, very big hitza. So, a man hears his wife make a nether. There's two choices. One choice is he could be making the nether, which means either say, or just be quiet. His other option is to be made for the net, right? Listen to the Rambam. The Rambam's in Perik Yud Gimel and Hilchis Nadar. It's a bunch of halachas. We'll skip around a little bit. Says the Rambam, Mefer Adam, Oy Mekayim Nidrei Ishtay Ubita. 
a person that hits his wife or hits his daughter make a nether, he has two choices. He can be made for the nether or he can be mekayim the nether. I'm already skipping. Halacha beis, v'keitzad mefer, halacha gimel, v'keitzad mekayim. So the Ram lays out, you have two choices. He can be made for, he can be mekayim. Halacha beis, v'keitzad mefer, halacha gimel, v'keitzad mekayim. Halacha dalit. Says the Ram, you ready? You have to hear every word. Ha-mevatol nidrei ishta yobitoi. If someone's mevatol, the nadarim of his wife or the nadarim of his daughter, ain't no doesn't have to say one word. And without saying a word, all the nadarim are going to be bottled. Says the Ram, Mahu What is bittel? Sheyakov Bittel is you force your wife or you force your daughter to do the thing that she said she was not going to do. Says the Rambam, When a father or husband is made for another, doesn't force the wife and the daughter to do what she said she wasn't going to do. What he does is he removes the nether. And then he lets her go. Says the Rambam, Let me explain this to you a little bit better. Woman made a nether, she made a shvul, she's not going to eat, she's not going to drink. And then the father, the husband says, I raise a hafer, the nether, the shvul is gone. She's allowed to eat and drink. What if he didn't say mufalech? But what he did was, is he took the food that she swore that she wasn't going to eat. And said, Tleva, Achli, Tleva, Shtinu, Nemdo. Literally, what the fuck? Metagopal, right? Take it, eat it. I want you to take it. Harezu, Aichelos, Veshoisa. She's allowed to eat it. Vahaneder, Botom, Eilov. And the nether is going to be bottled. Halacha zayin. Hamefer nidre bitoi. A person that's made for the nedarim of his daughter, or yishtoi or his wife, tsarich lahitzi b'svasa. You have to speak out. You have to verbalize the hafara. Vim hafer beliboi. If you did it in your heart, ain't a mufer. Avol hamavatol. But if someone's mavatol a nether, ain't tsarich lahitzi b'svasa. You don't have to say anything out of your mouth. Ela mavatol beliboi. The bitter could be in your heart. Vikoifos nolasos, and you force her to violate it. Bein osis, bein loyosis, bottle a nether. It doesn't matter what she does, the net is going to be bottled. The Rambam, after three weeks of Naira Murasa and the Elu Nudar, the most wonderful Shadafan in the homeless actor, some of the most wonderful Shadafan in Shas, threw out a Naya Bria. There's something called Bittal. You could be making a nether, you could be made for a nether, and you could be Mavatal a nether. And the Rambam gives the whole Shulchan Aruch of how you Mavatal a nether, and the Rambam explains differences between being made for a nether and being Mavatal a nether. So, first things first, where did Rabban get this from? Where did he pick this up from? What's this Bria called Bittal Aneda? I know about Akam, I know about Afara. So, where did Rabban get Bittal Aneda? So, the Kesav Mishnah says, often art, when i yet. So, the Kesav Mishnah says that the Makar to this Rabban is a Mafurish Gemara. It's a Gemara that we learned together, it's a Gemara that we went through quickly. Hashtag, we do what we do. But the Rabban boy, his new Bria, from a Mufurish Gemara. The Gemara said like this, A person should not tell his wife on Shabbos, if she makes the nether, In the same way that he does it during the week. What you should do is, you should take the food and say, No, nem. And the net is going to be bottled by itself. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said, that's why you should do it on Shabbos. However, it's make sure you're going to be it in your heart. So a woman made a nether at Shabbos. You could be made for a dharma on Shabbos. We learned through that whole sugya. However, says the Gemara, don't do it in the regular way. Don't do it the way you would do it. Rather, you should do it with a shina. So what should you do? Well, first, what shouldn't you do? Don't say mufalichi. Don't say batalichi. That's not okay. Rather, what you should do is take the food, say, 
the nether will be bottom of and Rabbi Yechonon said, V'tzorach she'evatam alibay. Tanya, B'shamim, B'shamim says, B'shabbos me'vatam alibay. This is something you can only do on Shabbos. B'choyom mo'itzni v'tzvasa. U'beisil le'erim, B'shil says, Echad, this is something you could always do. The Ran over here, we spoke at this Ran when we learned to come up. The Ran asked two Gavaldiga Kashas. One Kasha the Ran asked is, what's this Vitsarach Sheyavato Belibad business? Hafara Belib doesn't work. Hakama Belib works. That's the Ran because it's not any worse than Shtika B'yem Shomai, Rabbi Kivegas Kasha, but Hafara Belib doesn't work. So what's the Vitsarach Sheyavato Belibad? For Oit, the Gemara said that even when you make Hafara, it has to be with a a proper lashon. Now, Imel Ishtoy, Kol Nedarim Shetaduri, Efsher Shetaduri, or Ein Zaneder Lo Yamaklon. It has to be a lashon Maula. You can't even have a lashon Garua. And it was Mamish the, the Gemara right before this. So the Ran said, "I pushed on. I had to give the with the Sosugya." And the Ran said, "Abshat," which we already spoke out. Says the Kesef Mishnah, it's pushed to me that the Rambam learned the Sugya, and the Rambam said, "What's going on over here? Don't say Mufalachi. Instead, say Tliv Achli Tliv and if you do that, even though our belief doesn't work, must be there's another way, there's a new way to get rid of a nether. You can get rid of a nether through hafara, or if you want, you could also get rid of a nether by taking the food and saying, that's a whole different metzias. Hafara is, I'm being mevatel the nether. Here I'm not being mevatel the nether, I'm feeding you, I'm giving you the food. It involves a mice. When you do it, where all your, the whole bitl is, the actual hafara, you have to say it. You have to say it with a good lashen. When you do the mice of tliva achli tlivish si, then you don't need to make this real fancy declaration. As long as you mavatal believe, but seer of the mice and the dibor of tliva achli tlivish si, those two things together are going to work. If you look at the ran, if you go back, it's five lines from the bottom. After the Ran answers his kasha, he says, quote, He says, the Rambam has a whole other mahalach how to learn the sugyu. What's that other mahalach? The mahalach we're learning right now. That there's a third bria, which is a revolution. It's alapanim, the whole nairamuras, and they learn the There's a whole new way to go ahead now and get rid of a net. You can do it without fara, you can do it with bitter. That's Shitzaram. What's the longest? What's happening over here? It's from Shulam David in the Shiurim, said Gavaldik. It's, it's just to understand it, right? Conceptually, what's happening. How far is the Taich? A woman made a nether. The husband decides, I don't like the nether. So what he does is he removes the nether. You made a nether? No, you didn't. I did. We'll see who gets the last word, right? But that's what's going on. It's a shouting match. That's what's happening. Things are flying, but that's what's happening. This Nidorim, this Afaris, this Alamdisha couple, but this is what's going on here. So you're being made for the nether. She's making the nether, and you're telling your bailist, the Vahu Yim Shobach, is being manifest in, in I don't want this nether to exist. The, the Nakud is you're, you're destroying the nether. Bittu, you're not destroying the nether. That's not what you're doing. She made a nether. Really? You made a nether? Watch. I'm going to force you to violate the nether. So you're not removing the nether. That's not the Nakuda. The Nakuda is you're forcing her to be over the nether. When you force the woman to be over the nether, the nether is bottomly able. That's Lashon Rama. It just goes away. But your Vuhu Yimshlobach, when you're telling your bailis is a little bit different. Not you want the nether. I don't want the nether. You want the nether? No problem. I'm going to force you to be over the nether. Either way, 
the this bottle. If you decide to remove the actual nether, the nether's bottle. If you decide to force it to be over the nether, the nether's also going to be bottle. But the point is, there's two ways for a husband to get rid of a nether. It's either through hafara or it's through bitter. But the question is, what's the makar? What's the makar to this? It's a gemara, I got it. It's a gemara that finds Zion based on the first case of Mishnah. Oh, but where's the makar in the Pasik? So David said that Yeshloimah, you know what the makar in the Pasik is? If you look at the Pasik, the Pasik uses two different words throughout the narrative in Barshas. It's not going to come to life. Two different words throughout the narrative to, to describe how the husband got rid of the nether. What does mean? The Torah keeps on using two words to describe how the husband got rid of this nether. One is hafar, that's the more traditional word. And there's another word, vimheini. What does vimheini mean? What does that mean? So Emma says, if you look in Rashi, Rashi says like this, vimheini avi oisa, imana oisa min haneder, kloimar shahafrallah. Hanozu eni yadeh mahi. This kasha, what the meini means is Rashi's kasha. Hanozu eni yadeh mahi. I probably don't know what it is. Kshu oimir vim biyayim shmaya isha yoni yoisa. The hafer, havi oimir hanozu hafaru. Says Rashi, quoting us a free, by the way, that what does meini mean? It means hafaru. It's the same thing. Abizot, Rabbi Mishul David, the Yesh Loimar, the Rambam held, that Vimheni is not the same as Hafara. It's actually two different inyanim. Vimheni and Hafara are different things. Hafara is, I'm getting rid of the nether. Vimheni means, not that I'm getting rid of the nether, I'm being mavatal the nether. I'm forcing you to go ahead and to violate the nether. You're going to ask me, Akasha, how could the Rambam have learned Vimheni not like the Safri? Rashi just quoted the Safri. That, Miniyazu, in Yadeh Mahi. So that's no different than the other Rambam, where the Rambam said that a father could be made for all the Nadarim of his daughter, not just Nadarim Sheshbam, Inu Nefesh, and Dvarim Shabbat, and the Chachmil Unil asked the Rambam, it's connected to Sifri, and the Rambam said, I'm not in a spell from the Sifri, because Stam Sifri is Reb Shimon, and we don't pass like Reb Shimon, so the fact that this Rambam doesn't stim with the Sifri is almost the Rambam the Shitosa. But either way, that definitely not cash on the Rambam. But either way, you have over here the Rambam, so what, what's the Makar to the Rambam? Because the Rambam has that in the Torah, when the Torah describes Afara, sometimes the Torah uses the word Afara, and sometimes the Torah uses the word Vimheni. And because the Torah uses the two words, so therefore it means two different things. Afara means to remove the nether. Heini means not to remove the nether, but to force the woman to go ahead and to be over the nether. So Rabbi David said that the Echad Amali, there was an Echad that wanted to say, Adover Niflamamish. This is what he wanted to say. If you go through the parsha here in Parashas Matas, so the Torah mentions three parishes. Like, it's long. It's very, very wordy. All the psukim are flying all over the place, right? But really, if you break it down, Mr. Dara, we've spoken this out already a few times, there's three parishes in the Torah of Hafaraz Nadar. There's the fact that a father can be made for the Nadarim of his daughter. Then there's the Naira Muraso via Ubayla Mafir Nadarel. And then there's the base Isha Nadara. There's a man, Benesuin, who can be made for the Nadarim of his wife. When the Torah mentions Hafaraz of Vimheni of via Oisabiyam Shamoy, when the Torah mentions the schus that a father has to be made for his daughters in the dorm, it doesn't say the word afar. Then the Torah mentions the Naira Murasim. Again, 
by the night of Marasa Tirus is both Lashonis. It says Saivim Haini, and Snayit says by Snayit says Afara. Then we have the third parish. Then base isha no daro oy asro israel nafshu b'shvua v'shama isha v'hechrish lo loyheni yoyse v'chul. Then hafer yafer oysam isha v'yom shamay. If he was nefer kol moitzis v'asal l'derev isha nafshu lo yakom isha aferim v'ashem yislachlo. When the Torah describes the afara of the husband to the wife, it only mentions afara. By the father, it only says v'mheni. By the naira morasna, it says both yoni oysa v'hefer es nidra. And by the husband, it only says hafar. Said Rabbi David, Echad Amali, somebody wanted a ta'ina, that by the, in the Pshutai Shomikra of the father, the hafara is not hafara, it's bitl. In the Pshutai Shomikra of the Naira Murasa, the Torah is clearly talking about bitl, it's rather also talking about hafar. And by the Pshutai Shomikra of the husband, it's only talking about hafar. What does it mean when it says Vashem Yislachla? It says Vashem Yislachla by the father, it says Vashem Yislachla by the Naimurasa, and it says Vashem Yislachla by the husband. It can't be that the Vashem Yislachla of the father means Father, he was Mefer, and she just didn't know about it. You know why? Because the Pshuta Shemikra is not talking about Afara. It's Vimheni of Yoysa. And what does it mean, Vimheni of Yoysa? Tlivachli, Tlivishish, of course she knows about it. So, Balkarchet, that couldn't have been the Drosha. By the Naira Murasa, Vimheni Shmaya, Ishna Yoni Yoysa, the Hefela, Vashem Yislacha, Vashem Yislacha is going back on the whole Pasik. Snayan Yoni Yoysa, Snayan the Hefer. It can't be that the Vashem Yislacha means Beisha Shinodra Benazar. He was Mefer and she didn't know. Why? Because it says Yoniyosa, Tliva Achli, Tlivish Si. Oh, but when it says in Beis that's from Hafer Yafer Oisam Yishav Yem Shamay. There, it's clearly talking about Afara. Afara could be Shaloi Bifnei Yishtoi. So there, Chazal said, "What is this Yishav Afer in Vashem Yislachla?" Oh, this must be. This is the one place that we can make this drasha that we can say talk about. Where a woman made in the zero, she made a nether. He was made for it. She didn't know he was made for it. That's how you know Vashem Yislachla. So. The Gemara in Nazar brought it Dafka on the third Joshua, Al Pishita Sarambam, it's because it had to be on the third. It couldn't have been on the first, and it couldn't have been on the second. Rashi, Rashi brought it on the first Pase. Rashi was quoting the Sifri, the Sifri Zalashitasa, because we said the Sifri holds Hanazu Eni Edea Mahi. What is Hana? Hana is really Hafara. And because Hana is Hafara, Dov doesn't speak this out, but it's Pasha. But Hana is Hafara. Being that it's Hafara, it's all the same thing. So they're all Hafara. If they're all Hafara, like the Kasha that Rabdavid asked, why would you wait until the third Rasha? Ask it on the first Rasha. That's why Taka brought it on the first Rasha. The Gemara, Apishita Sarama, Yesh Loimar, is not like the Sifri. It holds that when it says in the Torah, this whole concept of Haini is Paganada for it, it's something else. And that's why this Jerusha had to be Dafka, and Dafka had to be on the third parasha. But Al Kaponim, what we're taking away from this is, is that there's a new, there's a new Bria, there's a new Metzias called Bittal. So a husband has the ability, and a father also, either to be Mekayim the Neder, to be made for the nether or in the Shita Sarambam, also to be Mavatal.